Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 11, the year 1584 and the four following. Chapter 128, he restores a sick man to his former health. Philip's age, 69. In the year of Christ, 1584, in June or July, it happened to a certain man of high birth, whose name I shall withhold, that an extremely painful ulcer broke out on his penis, so that he felt he was suffering continually from burning and part of the glands had begun to turn black. He summoned a doctor and showed him the affected part. But the doctor was horrified at the extent of the condition, and so scared the sick man that he fled to Philip in his terror. Before he came to utter a word, Philip asked him to show him the affected part, saying this to demonstrate that he knew the whole matter through a revelation from God. The young man was embarrassed to do as he was told and hesitated until Philip insisted and he had to give in and to show it to him. Here is the miracle. As soon as Philip touched it, all the infection disappeared from the infected part. The young man waited a moment in his astonishment and then was convinced of the truth of the miracle. He turned to Philip and said, let me run through all the streets of the city and tell them how you have been the cause of my healing. Let me shout your praise. Philip ordered him to be quiet, being a man totally opposed to his own praise, and told him to make sure he kept the whole matter secret. The young man observed Philip's request, and as long as he was alive, kept the miracle secret. But as soon as Philip was dead, rather than incur the charge of ingratitude, he told the whole story to many of the fathers of the congregation and a lot of other important people, describing it under oath with a great outburst of tears. He is still alive today and comes regularly to receive the sacraments devoutly. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, tonight's story is certainly one that most people aren't expecting, and certainly is one of the rather strangest and uh, somewhat comical and somewhat possibly misunderstood uh, passages in Philip's life. Uh, and insofar as we live in a time in which 
clerical abuse of minors is very well publicized. And insofar as a tactic that abusers use is not dissimilar in some way to what we hear Philip say, it's worth possibly saying a couple of words on this topic. It's known that priests have abused children precisely by asking them, you know, to show them whether they are circumcised, for example, or they might ask them some seemingly curious question or medical question or something. So that's true. That happens. It has happened. Um, and normally, no priest would ever ask what Philip asked tonight to show me the infected part. Okay, so why would Philip do this? I mean, well, partly because this man must have been in extreme anxiety. This man was under extreme fear. And secondly, Philip asked him not so that he could abuse him or not so he could have some twisted pleasure, but to heal him. And that Philip had a gift of healing. And just as you have to show the doctor the infected part, so in some cases, a man with healing, you show the infected part. Well, um, that's what happened. And Philip touched the man, not in a lustful way, not in an abusive way, but in a healing way. So this story, although it has um, possible connotations to our ears uh, and should remind us, possibly reminds us of the tactics of abuse. Obviously, that's not what's going on here. Galonia would never have told the story. St. Philip would not be canonized if that had been the case. This is 10 years before his death. Um, and there's no even suggestion of that. But what is suggested in this, in a way, is how down to earth St. Philip was, how comfortable he was. You know, when he was a young priest, remember him, he wouldn't even look a woman in the face. He was so concerned about sin. And then the young man was staying with his friend of his who was tempted. He made sure they slept in different beds and he used to not let young men stay alone together because he says thoughts will come, bad thoughts will come. Well, tonight St. Philip shows us a man who is incredibly the master of his own passions. He's incredibly the master of the human situation. And he's not afraid of anything. St. Philip is not. He is straightforward. He's wise. He's like a father. And I think we forget how much of a father St. Philip was, supplying needs for people, getting dowries for people, looking after them in all their needs. He was concerned with their souls, but also their bodies. And this young man had basically nowhere to go to. He went to his doctor. His doctor scared him to death. Who else is he going to talk to? He's ashamed, completely embarrassed. And so St. Philip and his spiritual fatherhood did something which very few priests would ever even dare to do, even if they thought that they might heal the person. I mean, um, but St. Philip did what the Holy Spirit inspired him to do. 
And he reminds us tonight that the human body is not evil. The human body is good. The parts of our body which we use for reproduction are good. But even those parts can be infected. Even those parts can be sick. But the Lord Jesus takes an interest in all of our, all of our life. And there's nothing that we can't bring to the Lord. There's no embarrassment. There's no issue. There's no question that the Lord of glory cannot help us with. And every now and then he raises up a saint who is so holy and so free and so chaste and so good that we get a glimpse of how great the Lord Jesus Christ is. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.